Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Daily Objective brought to you by the Ayn Rand Center UK, where we apply the practical philosophy of objectivism to current events. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the main event of the world right now that has the entire world captivated, and that is the Hamas attack, uh, a disgusting and despicable attack of Israel and Israel's response and the world response um, to um, the fighting that's going on over there with me is Razi Ginsburg, a native of Israel, who knows quite a bit more about this topic than I, but we're, we're going to be uh, talking about it in a way that I don't necessarily think you'll be hearing in the popular news today. Razi, so tell us uh, what's going on uh, as we speak. Um, yeah, so sorry about that. Um, so uh, just to update on what we're doing. So we're, um, you know, we're, we're going to continue to cover this uh, every day for the foreseeable future. Um, we're, we're going to give some updates uh, on, on what's happening just because I know following something like this uh, from the news is, uh, is, is often not an enjoyable experience, not just because of how bad the news is, but of how bad it's reported. Um, so, but we are not a news channel. Uh, so um, keep that in mind. Uh, so um, yeah, the, the number the death toll uh, has risen depending on um, uh, different sources. It, 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 they, it, it rises by the hundreds. They don't report on every single, uh, you know, confirmed death. Um, so, uh one source at least i saw in israel a major um news source said that it's over a thousand another says uh, others say that it's over 900 uh i assume it will they will all at some point get to over a thousand uh there are still uh instances of terrorists uh in the south where uh you know um it have crossed the border and uh um there are uh, firefights with them there are there still there uh three israeli soldiers died in fighting yesterday in the north of israel with hezbollah so uh that second front has opened up um you know not not in the same way as the the first one did but uh it's it's getting there so uh and you know i think i think we mentioned that this is something that uh is is likely to happen um on hezbollah's initiative should happen on Israel's initiative. It's not going to happen on Israel's initiative because uh, the initiative has already been taken. Uh, but yeah, so Israel is now fighting this war on two fronts. Uh, politically, um, at least a few, uh, most of the major opposition parties look like they're going to join the, the coalition and there's going to be a broad coalition for uh, the duration of the war. Of course, right before that, Israel was in its the greatest political turmoil in its history over uh, the judicial reforms and um uh you know there were protests all the time and uh so this is uh, this is the situation uh, as it is now there lovely and so far the 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 world is seems to be outraged uh, european powers seem to be throwing their support behind israel conservative news sources at least are really outraged and they they are definitely highlighting the atrocities of Hamas um and and really trying to make this uh, front page news at least venues like the New York Post um 
justifiably showing how awful the these human beings are. I I, I shouldn't call them human beings or savages. Um, but in the face of this, we have people in New York City protesting in the streets for Palestinians. And I don't. I, I, Jesse Waters sent somebody out to interview some of these folks. The things they had to say were absolutely horrific, and that they stand for Hamas in the face of this violence, and that the the, the level of violence does not disturb them at all. In fact, one person outright said, "The Israelis have it coming." So, in the face of such self-evident savagery, there are still people out there that support this. Uh, these people. I mean, what do you what do you think of this insanity? There's a lot of moral unclarity, even though people seem to be clear at the moment. Many people seem to be clear. I suspect that that moral unclarity is going to start bubbling up pretty soon. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, regarding the protest, and I've I've said this on Twitter. People who follow me on Twitter, uh, I'm usually not active nowadays. I am. So this is also one of the times that I'm going to promote my own stuff outside ARC UK. Follow me on Twitter or X at Razi Ginsburg. I uh, tweet a lot and you uh, ar around this issue. And uh, um, I think it's uh, it's good, it's good stuff. But one of the things I mentioned is that these are not protests. They're celebrations. What are what, what are they protesting right now? They're out on the streets celebrating uh, and they're, they're celebrating the murder of Jews. They're celebrating uh, the, the uh, barbarism in which uh you know this is taking place the the, the specific acts and and uh something else we talked about yesterday we we're um we're not going to show any of uh the the videos um i don't share them on my twitter but i do encourage people to see them we are going to describe them which i know is going to be uh, uh difficult for people but i think we need to be specific with this and, and realize exactly this this is not um you know this is not just killing in war which again the, the considering their cause is is still terrorism and and uh horrific in its own right um this is uh, just acts barbaric acts that uh that again are reminiscent of uh of of the holocaust and you know so some of them include uh, some some of the stuff includes you know taking over people's homes, uh, Facebook going on Facebook Live and streaming, uh, uh, you know the the torture of the families, the murder of of people. Um, uh, yeah, we saw the scenes of uh, hostages being taken into the Gaza Strip and the mob. You know the masses are out there celebrating, and this is another point that's important to consider when we're talking about innocent Palestinians, uh, that is a that is a, an idea that I have a, a problem with, unless you're talking about children, um, because, uh, you know, those those masses might not be uh, as actively involved in every act, but uh, they are. No, they are. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, they are. Just drive an Israeli soldier through these masses, just drive an Israeli citizen through these masses and watch them attack them and tear them apart, beat them with clubs uh, um, and, and mutilate the bodies. And, you, and, and just statistically, that I, the, the high percentage of the people in Palestine, they've been indoctrinated by Hamas from the time they're children for sure, but they support the cause. So they are part of the cause. 
Um, there, there is no distinction in the sense between civilian and fighter. And I think, I think uh, objectivists are unique in our, our outlook with respect to legitimate self-defense and warfare anyway. And we don't talk about, you know, the collateral damage in the same way that other people do. We talk about simply the right of self-defense by any means necessary to stop the aggression, to permanently end it. And that the casualties for that self-defense are on are the moral responsibility of the aggressor. Now, to me, that seems like common sense, but people just don't seem to understand it. I have a question for you, Razi. This is the first time that I've heard people talking about in the political realm and in, in the pundit realm that Hamas has to end. Like I'm hearing political pundits now saying, end Hamas, end it. Not just as a political entity, but kill them, destroy them. Now, have you heard this in the past? This is something I'm not familiar with in the past. Uh, it always seems like they've tried to contain violence. I I have actually heard it in the past in Israeli politics, but this was in the 90s, maybe up to the late 90s, uh, early 2000s. At some point, Hamas, as it grew, uh, it became less of a less of a, a possibility or or you know politically justifiable uh, option. Even though as they grew, they they you know committed more atrocities, but uh, but they became more politically acceptable. Certainly, they're politically acceptable to some on the West. Um, and what is disturbing to me in in Israel's rhetoric is that uh, at least at the highest levels, that is not being discussed. Uh, what's being discussed is uh, is you know uh, destroying their military uh, capabilities and uh, you know dealing a blow that will uh, harm them for many years to come. That's not sufficient, but that's uh, actually, since we're, we're talking about how Israel can win, and, and yesterday the title was uh, Why Israel Can't Win, and the reason is, of course, uh, the politics and the ethics that underlie those politics. But the way Israel could and should win is, again, of course, a complete destruction of Hamas uh, in, in Gaza and um uh eventually the complete uh, reoccupation of gaza permanently not as a temporary uh uh military solution and an attack on south lebanon that uh ends the existence of hezbollah because <clears throat> you can say okay we're going to just destroy the terrorists that did something right now uh but not all of those who say that their only reason for existing is to end the state of Israel. So uh, I think that needs to be the second front. And I think, and I, I said this yesterday, if Biden backs up the rhetoric, I'm happy with the way he's he's dealing this, uh, dealing with this. I mean, I think the, the rhetoric so far is good. The moving an aircraft carrier is good. Uh, and if Biden wants to really, um, really back up the rhetoric, then he will help Israel militarily on the one front that I think they will need help, which is, to end the regime in Iran. Uh, the Iranian regime cannot survive this if Israel wants to survive long-term. Why is it so difficult for people to understand this? Why is it so difficult for, they, they understand in an, uh, maybe an intellectual way that this is a fight to the death, um, but they it seems on, on, it seems like they don't take the threat as seriously as they should. And when, when objectivists talk about the way this war should be fought, people on the left and right look at us like we're the crazy ones. 
What's behind that? Um, broadly, what's behind that is altruism. Uh, what is behind that in, uh, in, you know, the, the way altruism is applied there, that's, that's a question for the philosophers. I, I look at it and I, you know, uh, knowing that's what I should expect, I'm still baffled by it. And, uh, um, yeah. And, and, you know, another thing is now, now that there's this, <laughs> a little bit of undoubtedly temporary support for Israel in the West, we still see, uh, you know, th those scenes that you mentioned of, of people uh, celebrating in, in the streets. And it's not a small group of people. There are many of them in, in many major cities. There are many, many such people in London. Um, and college campuses and college campuses and across social media the the pro-terrorist uh, activists are out in force as we speak and if you throw yourself into the into the debate they're going to pile on to you yeah yeah and it is it's a combination of uh, you know muslims in the west who uh, um, uh, many of whom i don't know the statistics but uh, certainly many those in the streets are potentially also sleeper cells who will be activated when uh, when called upon and just the useful idiots in uh, you know on, on college campuses it's it's probably mostly uh, leftists who i doubt will actually join the next hamas operation even if they're uh called to do so i uh, I, I think i mentioned this on shows in the past but i'll mention it again i i once saw the first few minutes of a documentary about the uh, revolution in, in Iran. Uh, I stopped watching after a few minutes, but um, they were interviewing a communist who uh, from Iran who uh, is, is no longer living there, but she was saying, you know, we at the beginning, you know, we wanted to remove the Shah. So we, we fought alongside the, uh, um, you know, the Islamists and, uh, and we couldn't believe that they, it, it was actually worse than, um, uh, you know, they were worse than the Shah. So, yeah, I, I think I think if those if uh, if those students protesting get what uh, eventually achieve the results that those protests, uh, you know, would achieve, then uh, they will probably not be happy with them either. Well, in a just world, they would feel responsible and, and guilty and perhaps uh, do something terrible to themselves for advocating this kind of savagery. Um, well, I don't I don't want to step on the next show because the next show is going to be talking about some of these issues, but I, I do want to get some projections from you with respect to what do you think uh, that world is going to look like in the next six months? Will Hamas be gone? No, and I'll say what I, again, what I said yesterday, which is I very much hope <clears throat> that I'm wrong about all of this um the uh the rhetoric from israel is much stronger than in the past and i i assume the military operation will be much stronger um i i don't know if uh, uh you know horrible as this sounds if we should hope for hezbollah to open a, a, another front in the north full on because then israel will have less of uh, of the option of what it wants to do which is a massive grounds uh, ground operation um 
in, in Gaza. And that ground operation will result in so many Israeli deaths. Um, you know, historically, they always do result in deaths. But this time, Hamas was prepared for what they did on Saturday. And they knew that doing what they were doing on Saturday would result in a ground operation. So they're prepared for that ground operation. So you will have, you know, soldiers just blowing up uh, along the streets when entering buildings. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, I, I don't want to imagine. Why, why put themselves in this kind of jeopardy? Again, this is, this is such a twisted morality. Um, I, I, I hate, and, and I even, you know, I, I, I must be somewhat infected by popular uh, values, which I think are so bass backwards. Um, because I feel a little guilty in a sense saying you should just raise it, raise it bomb them into oblivion so there's nothing but rubble left sorry and if the if the troops can go in there and clean up afterwards they shouldn't be going house to house in the most densely populated area in the world where there is where they will definitely receive casualties they have to reduce that possibility by raising gaza do you agree or disagree i do agree uh why aren't they doing it well, uh, historically, the reason they, they don't do it is because they don't want to hurt civilians on the other side, and they want to keep uh, using that slogan, which nobody is buying anyway, of we are the most moral army in the world. And of course, that they are. According to altruism, they are. Uh, but the altruists of the world are, you know, united in... Uh, uh, can we can, can we just can can we just define that? You're right. They're they're defining they're defining their morality, their moral stature by the fact that they sacrifice their own people to protect the enemy, or or those who may be near the enemy who are not necessarily in, involved with the enemy. Uh, let's forget that the majority of the Palestinian population is the enemy. Let's forget that for just a second, and and say that a moral army is one that defends the innocence of its own side. It defends those who have been attacked, and it def and it defends them with the type of aggression that stops the uh, initiator of force in its tracks and permanently. That is a moral army. A moral army is not one that starts fights. It's not one that fights for imperialism or tries to colonize or, or uh, you know, destroy a, a civilization for its gain. It's one that defends itself wholeheartedly so that the enemy understands that any further attacks will be futile and end in death. That is a moral army. Yeah, that is a moral army. And as Ayn Rand said, the moral is the practical. And, you know, when you do this, the enemy, <clears throat> the, 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 the civilians on the enemy's side see this and and then they're right at the moment to be terrified of Hamas and not really afraid of Israel. So they, they're not going to stand up to Hamas. Why would they? Hamas will kill them in the most brutal way they, they you know, they do to Palestinians uh, who are suspected of collaborating with it, with Israel, what they do to Israeli civilians. So, um, yeah. Uh, now, really libertarians, libertarians are going to call us warmongers because we believe that if you are, if you have been pushed into war, you should fight it deliberately and to end it with the ideal of ending it as quickly as and decisively as possible. Why do they consider that warmongering? <laughs> We're not asking know, I mean, for a fight. 
if libertarians express agreement with me on foreign policy, I rethink my uh, my you know my views on it. So, by the uh, way, I'm trying to get Dave Smith to debate me on Israel and trying to get him to debate me on war. Apparently, he's been having some run-ins with Iran. I was trying to start a fight between the two of them so I could referee, but uh, this is a guy who said he wanted me on his podcast uh, uh, two years ago, three years ago. Now, now he won't respond to anything that I say. I wonder why. Um, I don't know who that is, but I will watch that debate. He's a he's he's a he's a big he's big in the libertarian world, and he's a comedian who's who's very big in the libertarian world. Anyway, but I think we need to resolve this. I think I think uh, people in the freedom movement, and I have to consider the libertarians and the anarchists uh, <laughs> part of the freedom movement. They're part of what's dragging it down and making it complex. Um, but we have to have this out with people like that um, to get clearer on the moral situation, don't you think? Um, I mean, I think I think we, as Ayn Rand Center UK and, and other objectivist uh, individuals and organizations need to provide the clarity on this. And that's why, you know, that's why we're doing this every day. That's why I, uh, as always, but even more than always, encourage people who, who uh, you know, think this content is of value to, uh, share it with anyone you know who uh, certainly anyone you know who is uh, um, you know confused about this issue and of course you know like and subscribe and all that helps with the algorithm because uh, yeah this is uh, you know that we're, we're going to do what we can do which is not much I I'm not you know going volunteering uh, to join the IDF unless they they need somebody to press a button and then I can I can do that but uh, otherwise this is what we're going to do we're also looking into ways I was hoping we would have something already but we're looking in, into ways that we can um, uh, support uh, different initiatives in Israel and there is actually one thing that we are uh, going to announce maybe maybe even on, on the reality show but if not then tomorrow uh, an initiative by Ayn Rand Center Israel uh, um, to uh, have a, a retreat for some uh, 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 kids who are in the not kids they're teenagers I think but in the in the area where uh, rockets are falling uh, on a you know, not daily basis hundreds of rockets in the in the last few days um, so yeah we we will keep doing that we'll keep doing whatever we can we'll keep doing shows we also uh, the the briefly objective our uh, channel of uh, short videos which was recently relaunched uh yesterday we posted a video on this topic there daniel will uh, put it in the in the live chat but we we're also going to attempt to do that every day or at least close to every day for the foreseeable future so please um subscribe to that channel and share those videos people are often more likely to watch something that's three or five minutes uh long and they can then find the link if they want the longer form content uh, and, and find it here. So um, we have some uh, super chats, Mark. Do, do you see them? Do you want to read them or do you want me to? I, I don't see them. You so uh, we have a, a super chat from uh, John Wass. Thank you. Uh, and another one from Enric Teller uh, asking, how can the morality be won? Um, in part with everything I just said, and 
support uh like uh you gave with this super chat i think uh you know supporting us supporting uh and, and sharing our content supporting other objectivists your own is uh the best commentator i know about the middle east uh in the world i just because of how things are in the last few days haven't seen any of his shows on this but i i know he's they're very they're very good i've been posting them on twitter as much as possible so yeah uh watch those share those watch watch those and watch also watch also elange he's also elange on the new ideal has some very good things to say if you want clarity on this issue guys you're going to have to go to the objectivist uh, historians and experts in this region, because they're the only people out there, I think, offering a really coherent moral um, per perspective of what's going on. Did you have another super chat, Razi? Did I cut you? Yeah, off? we had a super chat from Bonnie as well, and a super chat from James Valiant uh, saying decapitated uh, corpses of infants are the direct fruit of our appeasement of Iran and Hamas. Amen. Uh, and we have super chats from Apollo Zeus and from Wes Stewart. Thank you, everybody, for your super chats. Um, and thanks, thanks for watching. We are uh, Mark. I believe you are. You on the reality? Show? Yes, yes. At six p.m. UK time, the reality show is coming up, folks. We're going to continue this conversation in a little bit more depth. Please join us. We need moral clarity on this. The objectivists online are going to are are going to have some moral clarity about it. But you people who are new to this philosophy, listen to what we have to say and and test it for yourself. Does it make sense? Uh, I think it does. At seven p.m. UK time, the Fountainhead Book Club. For ARC UK members, the session will be also live streamed to YouTube members. All right, folks. So look, and we, go we ahead, do have somebody from Israel on uh, the reality show today. He's, he's the it's his first time on the channel, Gilad. I think some of our objectivist audience might know who who he is, uh, and he is he is there. So uh, what I'm what I'm saying uh, when I'm updating is is just because I'm spending all my time watching uh, the news from Israeli channels. He is actually there. So perhaps uh, he has, uh, he knows more and uh, yeah, you, you should definitely watch it. So. Okay, hopefully he will give us some insights and folks, and particularly in cases like this, always remember to check your premises. We'll see you in a few minutes. Peace.